What's up, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship with God together. Even though we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Phoebe and Tony. Yesterday, we gave you guys a controversial main point, that God loves your failure. It was seen throughout Jesus allows the disciples to fail him in multiple ways, but he doesn't just stop at allowing us to fail and then leaving us in our mess. He reconciles and then restores Even though our passage ends with Jesus preparing to be arrested, we know that Jesus resurrects and appears to his disciples. Where would you say that we see Jesus reconciling and restoring the disciples despite their failure? Well, I think it happens in a few spots, but one of my favorites happens to be in John chapter 21. It takes place right after Jesus had died, resurrected, and also appeared to a few people in the flesh. At this point, Peter leads the charge of bringing some of the other disciples to go fishing. And we're not quite sure why he does this exactly, but it kind of looks like he's returning to his old life as a fisherman. It was the job he had before he met Jesus. Perhaps he believed his denials of Jesus were too shameful, too irredeemable to continue to follow after Jesus. I mean, put yourself in his shoes. He denied knowing Jesus after he'd been spending the last three years of every waking moment of his life right next to Jesus. And not only next to Jesus in his greatest time of need right here, but this is like literally God like that he is denying. It makes sense that Peter would want to run away. So Jesus physically shows up to the scene where Peter and the disciples are fishing. How does he reconcile and restore Peter? It happens in verses 15 through 19, where Jesus intentionally asks Peter three times, do you love me? And these three questions are intended to mirror the three times that Peter denied him, and maybe even the three times that Peter fell asleep in Matthew 26 while they were praying. And Peter responds to each of these questions by saying, Jesus, you know that I love you. And I don't know about you, but every time I read this passage, I think of that Jesus is going to respond by saying something along the lines of, oh, that's really easy for you to say now, Peter, right? Or, well, where were you if you loved me? And that's just not how he responds, but that's exactly how we see the world respond to failure. Instead, in verse 19, we see Jesus say this to Peter, if you love me, follow me. That's it. That's what he offers, that Peter is invited back into what he was doing beforehand, before he denied Jesus, he's right back in. In other words, it's as if Jesus forgives Peter, even though he doesn't deserve forgiveness. Imagine that moment being really freeing for Peter. And Jesus loves that Peter was able to return despite his failure. It's the gospel on display, isn't it? That we are forgiven from our sin, just by submitting our lives to Jesus and believing he saves us. Recognizing we failed invites us to God. And this is quite literally the opposite of the culture we live in, the culture of cancel culture, right? Cancel culture disregards the ideas of redemption or forgiveness by saying there is no hope for that failure. Can you imagine if Jesus responded in light of cancel culture to the disciples? If he said to Peter, hey, you left me, so now I leave you, deuces. <laughs> Instead, he invites us to acknowledge our failure by staking our lives on him and his success alone. And so applying this text to our lives actually looks like offering grace towards people who the world say deserve to be canceled or discarded. Perhaps in response, 
you need to begin the work of reconciliation with someone that you or a friend has ghosted or dropped out of your life because the fact is, is that Jesus calls us to a higher standard as Christians. Truth be told, you need to be someone who reflects the light of Jesus to other people. And even if they've done something to hurt you. And so let's be people who run after that to offer grace in the same way that grace was offered to us. And the craziest thing is you might even fail in your attempts to do that well. But God loves your failure, doesn't he? He sure does. And join us tomorrow as Lindsay Henderson is our guest for our final episode of the week uh, as she shares what the Lord has placed on her heart regarding this passage in Matthew. Remember, let's be real before God and with one another as long as it's called today. It's been great to be with you. Take care.